to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Ken Rolla. He's the president of Fresh and Live. He's an engineer, inventor, and natural health educator. Welcome to the show, Ken. Oh, thank you for inviting me, AJ. It's a pleasure to be here. You are welcome. Welcome to the show. You have been to India. You know a lot about India. So I'm sure not just in India, but a lot of people across the world will be able to benefit from what we are talking about, the power of healing your body naturally. So first to understand from you, Ken, you, you uh, have dedicated a good part of your life into this. You have a, a background in electrical engineer, physics and computer science and and, and here you are talking about, you know, healing and making everybody healthy. That's that's a nice thing you are doing for for the humankind. So just to help help us understand, you know, uh, why why this shift? Why why you are spending so much of time? You seem to be the, the one of the lone fighters in this quest for natural healing for humanity. And and secondly, you know, we'll be talking about then how how we can. Uh, heal naturally but first what about this quest why so well it's a long and winding road of course because yeah my my educational background is electrical engineering and i never intended to get into natural health but i was born sick it turns out my my father was an alcoholic my mom was a sugar and a carb addict and so i wound up in my teens and 20s uh i was very hypoglycemic which means your blood sugar fluctuates based on your diet and sleep and stuff so i was kind of like dr jekyll and mr hyde depending on how much sleep and what i ate and i had no idea you know um i didn't know what was going on um it's just everybody knew it's like don't mess with ken if he's hungry <laughs> so so in my 20s it was causing problems in my relationship with my girlfriend who later became my wife and so I started seeking answers to find out if these you know, mood swings and energy swings were physical or emotional or some combination of you know, psychological, whatever. And at the time I worked in the medical system, you know, I'd worked in hospitals and I'd worked at the North Carolina Hospital Association. And so all of our quote wellness programs were going to a doctor or a hospital. So I went to these various doctors and hospitals and Basically, whoever I went to told me that they had what I needed and it was, you know, drugs or psychiatry or whatever. And I thought, eh, this, this doesn't sound right. And so I kept seeking and looking and uh, eventually came across a, a lady who had worked with a, a famous medical doctor in the U.S. that uh, had a natural health uh, healing center in Arizona uh, called the Tree of Life Rejuvenation Center. It was Dr. Gabriel Cousins. And... Um, she kind of woke me up to this whole world of natural health and healing. You know, I didn't, I didn't even know health food stores existed at the time. Um, you know, this is back like in the eighties, I think in the late eighties. And so, uh, so it opened me up to this whole new world and I was able to heal myself with diet and detoxification and emotional healing and clearing negative programming in the mind and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, so I kind of healed myself up and I was all fine and dandy. I had no plans to, spread the word or teach it or anything like that. Um, and I, but I was in the corporate world working in the medical system and I got tired of that after 23 years of that. And so 
uh, I wound up looking for something more creative to do for a living. And, and I wound up becoming a potter, making pottery. And that brought me to Florida. And when I started being introduced to new friends, they would come over to our house and we'd have a very different lifestyle. At the time, actually, we weren't even eating cooked food. So we we're eating a raw plant-based diet and we didn't have a stove. We, you know, we had a dehydrator and all this food blenders and, you know, juicers and that kind of stuff. So people would always come and ask me, well, what's all this about? Why don't you have a TV? You know, those kinds of things. And so I got tired of having to ex explain myself and it would always wind up being a two or three hour conversation. And so a friend of mine said, well, you know, you ought to just do a workshop for these people and get them off your back. And I thought, hey, that's a great idea. So I did. And uh, I had like 15 people in this workshop and just taught them everything that I knew about my lifestyle. And uh, they were they got all excited. They ran off and um, went and told people. And then I had to do another class that was even bigger. And it just as I did it every time i did it people would go and tell other people and it was just growing exponentially and um and so at this time i'm you know working i'm running a pottery business out of my house and um and then 9 11 happened and the pottery business just tanked and the natural health stuff was just going gangbusters it, it just seemed like it was easy money and so um so that's kind of what pulled me into it and then when i started uh, teaching people would come to me and it was usually people that were very ill with a life-threatening illness that were very broke also because who's going to go to an electrical engineer for health advice right but i wound up getting clients uh that would have major illnesses and i had studied uh with the best healers that i knew uh, around the world and had learned a lot about um actually healing so-called incurable diseases you know like cancer diabetes AIDS, autism, you name it. And so I, I had had a lot of um, success with that with myself and my friends and family. So when I started taking on clients, I was getting amazing success with them as well. And so, so that kind of spread and grew. And then I just got too busy where I was just um, too many people wanted help. Um, and I, there wasn't enough of me to go around. So then I started teaching in mass. And that's what I've been doing since 2012. Right, right, Ken. Thank you for that, you know, details, because we needed to understand why this man is, you know, putting so much of an effort to make, you know, humanity better and everybody so that they can live their life naturally and much, much better, naturally. So first, not to understand from you, Ken, is that, you know, generally, we think that humanity is progressing. And you are working on natural solutions for new threats to our heads, such as bioweapons, nanotechnology, nuclear radiation, geoengineering pollutants, GMOs, you know, electromagnetic pollution, depleted food, and other issues. Now, are all these technology we should how do we look at this, these technologies then? Should we well, because because it, this is we see we think we you, as humans are progressing and these things are important in different aspects of our life. You yourself are an electrical engineer, physics and computer science. You have got that background. So how do you look at that? And then you look at it as a uh, as as a new threat. So why do you consider them? How can we make sure that these do not remain as threats? And then we are living in uh, in natural calibration with these things that are also important for progress. How do you 
say for that? What well, that's say? a really good question, AJ, um, because, yeah, I'm a technologist. I'm an engineer. I love technology, and it makes incredible conveniences for us, and it's radically improved our lives in many ways, but there's also, you know, the other side of the coin where a lot of it can be damaging to us. And some of it is out of ignorance. And I think some of it is out of design uh, because I know back in the sixties, when I was a kid in school, um, you know, we were taught about overpopulation and what are we going to do about overpopulation? Everybody was talking about overpopulation and pollution and all this stuff. And then it kind of went away. And, uh, and I think it went away after, you know, having experience working in the medical system and working with, really advanced technology like back in the 90s i worked with free energy technology like water fuel and stuff like this so i've seen a lot of really advanced physics i've seen anti-gravity technology i've worked with a bunch of different people that have worked with anti-gravity and believe it or not even time travel technology and so so i've seen a lot of really advanced technologies and and i know from working with it and also developing it myself that we can make technologies that are absolutely amazing and provide these these services that we need without all the damage, but partially out of ignorance, um, we've developed technologies like wireless technology, for example, that's very harmful to people because it uh, interferes with cellular communication and brainwave states and all sorts of functions in the body. And I think that was just, you know, a, a natural evolution that kind of came out of a lack of awareness of the effects, but then it became so profitable that uh, when it was being pointed out in studies of what this uh, this technology can do to the body and damage it, uh, there was so much money involved that companies would push it under the rug or suppress the information and do shill science to say that it wasn't. And so, so that's kind of how it's evolved. It's you know usually it's it's around money and profit, and the companies that are profiting off of this don't want these technologies to go away. But the truth is, if they were aware uh, and wanted to, there are always alternatives technologically. And so, for example, with cell phones, which is a major, major um, cause of harm to the body from EMF, uh, those could be, they could use frequencies and types of energy that will work far better than the existing technologies. Um, and it could actually heal you while you used it. But the that would not fit in line with the agendas of you know the wireless industries and and uh, the military and, and people like that and so so we have this conundrum where you know these industries are entrenched in these existing ways of doing business and they don't want to change and it's too profitable you know they're afraid they'll lose their profits if they change so there's you're dealing with that but i also believe that a lot of technologies are being weaponized, like a lot of things on Earth now, especially in the United States. They're being weaponized against the people, I think, to reduce population. That's been my impression. And so, so whether that's the case or not, um, the bottom line is that we do have a lot of technologies that are damaging, but we also have brilliant people who are creating solutions to protect us against those. And that's what my job is. You know, I either develop new technologies to, for example, uh, restructure EMF and make it um, less damaging or not damaging uh, and create other energy technologies that are healing and then teach people how they can do these things themselves as inexpensively as possible so they're not dependent on me or some high technology, you know, if it's possible. Um, so, so that's kind of what I see going on and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right, right. So 
uh, we cannot wish away these things because now it's like it's like uh, uh, the shot has already been fired so you cannot pull that back but how do we do we dodge that bullet or how do we uh, live in 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 a very nice manner alongside these things but in a much more protected manner what would you suggest for that for example uh, about electromagnetic pollution now is there we can we do something about that yes. you know uh, and then there are uh, there are other sort of threats that you can so in short if you can tell us how we can you know in our day to day ways these are the things we can, some of the things that we can do to protect ourselves from the ill effects of the so called good technology that has a better way of doing uh, you know industry has a better way of doing things but they are not adopting it because they want to maximize their profit but we got to live and we want to live well so how do we do that well i think number 1 is to have a healthy diet and that means not just eating whole organic foods because now not only you know we were most people are aware that there's genetically modified food out there but the extent is just massive probably 80 to 90% of food in the conventional grocery stores is genetically modified and now uh industries the food industry is starting to use mrna technology which was used in the covid uh vaccines uh in animal husbandry and in growing crops so they're actually putting gene editing technology into animal products and even plant products now and so uh we have to avoid those at all costs which means we're going to have to eat organic at the bare minimum um but eating a a diet that's low in sugars and carbs and high in proteins and fats and you know uh plants um that will keep the immune system strong and then also detoxification is extremely important because we're living in such a toxic world just breathing you you know 70% of the mercury that's in people's bodies comes from the air it's not coming from eating seafood and those kinds of things So there's so much pollution in our environments that we have to, you know, definitely filter our water and then restructure it so that it is homeopathically beneficial. We have to have clean food, we've got to be eating whole foods, lots of fresh fruits and vegetables and those kinds of things and avoiding sugars and starches. So that will keep the immune system strong. And then detoxification with supplements and foods You know anything with chlorophyll in it is going to be detoxifying so you know juicing greens uh wheatgrass juice is phenomenal at um healing and building up the immune system so that's like the first approach that's always got to be the foundation and then um getting dense nutrition because even if you're eating organic the nutrients just aren't there anymore the soils are depleted and uh it, the the nutrients just aren't there even with organic food so we need to be taking in superfoods and supplements food based supplements that are really truly natural that will give us the nutrients in the combinations that we need to make up for what we're not getting in our food that alone goes a long long way toward keeping yourself strong and healthy and then you know for these more advanced threats like emf and nuclear fallout you know nuclear fallout's been coming down for decades since chernobyl and then fukushima and other leaks you know that are not announced in the media so we have a lot of r- nuclear fallout coming down on us and especially you know around the time of chernobyl and fukushima uh and so we've got to be able to mitigate that i've developed technologies that um can actually do that uh there's really inexpensive probiotic bacteria that you can spray on your land this has been proven in fukushima 
these really inexpensive microbes you can spray on your land. They're actually good for all living organisms. They, you can ingest them as a probiotic, but you can also spray them on the land, on your crops, on the soil, in the water, and it will break down toxins and nuclear elements into non-toxic elements and neutralize radioactivity. So that's one thing we can do in the environment. I've also developed a device called the Home Shield that puts out a, a, an energy field that will clear a 75 mile radius of pollution and send it out into space, including nuclear fallout. So you can keep all of that stuff from coming down on you. Uh, geoengineering pollutants, which is being widely used around the world. Some people call it chemtrailing, but it's, uh, it's not at all a conspiracy theory. There are you know, universities, renowned universities around the world that have doctorate programs in geoengineering now. It's you know, very public if you, you know, just search online for geoengineering. So that's going on and that's putting metal particulates and toxins in the air and sometimes pathogens. Um, and of course, experimentation with bioweapons and, um, and not just for, you know, let's say using them against people, let's say in a battlefield condition or, you know, whatever, but also they're being used for agriculture uh, and other purposes. And so these genetically modified microbes in the environment, we can protect ourselves from those by keeping certain supplements on hand that will kill them if they get into the body and, and keep you from getting sick. There are also energy technologies like quantum biofeedback that you can access where you can get connected to a machine and it can zap you with energy and it can actually detox you, kill pathogens and determine what's going on in the body. If you've got any kind of specific health issues, these technologies can, can determine specifically what's going on and then send energy back into the body to help heal it. <clears throat> so we have a lot of tools at our disposal, but most people aren't aware of it because they're just not aware of these really, these new threats because they're so, they're so new. You know, it's like mRNA technology. That's just come out in the last three years, really, uh, with the COVID vaccines. But now it's being used in all vaccines. You know, the drug industry is racing to put mRNA technology in everything. Flu vaccines, you know, cancer vaccines, you name it. Um, and the food supply. So, so we've got even more of these technological threats that we, as consumers, we have to opt out and just not buy them, not support them and not eat them and be aware. And so that's, you know, and pay attention to people like me who are teaching about this stuff so you can, you know, avoid these things. Right, Ken, right. Uh, you have done so many things and I'm, I'm amazed that, you know, a lot of this has not been adopted as yet, but I'm sure a lot of, you know, like-minded people, sane, sane people who want the benefit, you know, the, their children to be in, in, in uh, to be growing in as natural environment as possible. Those who are worried about the right way that our, our humanity is moving forward. I'm sure there will be adoption along with that. And industry also will have to understand that. Otherwise, you know, uh, there is a whole breed of uh, conscious consumers who are waking up and demanding things. And I'm sure, I am hopeful that things will be better. But in terms of how do people uh, come to know more about you? What's the best way that they can know about all the things that you just talked about? And, and well, also tell us about Fresh and Alive. What do you do there? And so that people can benefit for, uh, out of that also. Okay. Yeah, I have two main websites. My educational website, which is a private membership, is freshandaliveclub.com. It's only a one-time $5 fee because I'm not trying to, <clears throat> trying to make money off of subscriptions. I just want to get people 
in the private domain where I can tell more of the truth. Because uh, in the United States, you know, our commercial speech is not constitutionally protected. So you have to be very, very careful about what you say. And it's gotten to the point where you really can't say anything truthful about, you know, natural health in the U.S. without getting attacked. And believe me, I'm a poster child for that. So I have this private membership site just to get people in the private domain. And then I have lots of educational material there. And I do live webinars where people can ask me questions. And then uh, freshandalive.com is my main product website where we have our products for sale that people can get for protecting themselves and building immune systems, detoxification, and then these devices for EMF and improving sleep and believe it or not, even balancing the weather, the home shield device that I developed. Um, I originally developed it for clearing Fukushima fallout out of the atmosphere, which it does for a 75 mile radius, but I discovered it also balances the weather because it sends all the air pollution in the atmosphere out into space. And when you clean the pollution out of the atmosphere, that balances the charge in the atmosphere, and then you get normal weather for your area. So it's been a real boon to farmers and all kinds of stuff. Here in Florida, it actually stops right. hurricanes. So, uh, so those are my two main websites. Right, Ken, right. My last question to you, Ken, is, you know, you are putting so much of effort for what you are doing for, you know, for the larger interest of the people. Is that what is it that you seek now? You know, you 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 could just rest easy and take it easy, but you are actually putting so much of an effort. What is it <laughs> that drives you? What is it that you seek for yourself? Well, I love people and I care about humanity, and you know, it's 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 like I've. I've had the ability to do things that other people can't do. And I've seen things that other people haven't seen and had access to. It's just, I've had this crazy Forrest Gumpian life where I've just, you know, been around world leaders. I've been around five or six U.S. presidents. I've been around people in high levels of power. I've seen how the world works. And then I have this knowledge on how to help protect and heal people. And so I kind of feel like I have a moral obligation to share what I know with humanity, you know? And so, yeah, it would be really easy. And believe me, I fantasize sometimes about just quitting and becoming a plumber or something because it would be a much easier life and I'd probably make more money. But, um, but yeah, I just feel like I have a, kind of a moral obligation to help out humanity. And uh, I really care about people. I've been fortunate to be able to travel the world. I've been to India and I've met lots of people in India and they were so incredible and wonderful. And everywhere I go, people are just so kind and generous that I just really, you know, I just want to help people. And, um, and so, yeah, and I'm a tough, I'm a kind of a tough guy, you know, not to brag or anything, but I come from a the type of family where we don't give up. And so even though I've been attacked and I've actually had two attempts on my life for technologies I've developed, um, I've, I've made it through and I'm, I keep on plugging. So I just, uh, I kind of feel like I have some, maybe a divine reason for being here. And um, if there were other people doing what I was doing, then I'd probably, you know, maybe retire and let them do it. But for now, I'm chugging on. Wonderful, wonderful. Indeed, I have a divine uh, reason that you are here and working for the benefit of humanity. I'm sure all these efforts uh, will be, uh, are being taken note of, and I'm sure a lot of people will try and use all the things that you have made for the betterment of themselves as well as humanity on the larger scale. With this, it's a wrap on this very special edition 
of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.